0: Hi everyone, this is Leslin Keith. I'm President of the Board of Directors at the Lipedema Project and Director of Research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from an interview with Dr. Ken Sikaris from our Lipedema and Keto Worldwide Summit that was held in 2017. Dr. Sikaris is a pathologist from the University of Melbourne in Australia, and he has studied fat metabolism. In this excerpt, he discusses the purpose of fat tissue in humans and the different types of fat.
1: We wouldn't be storing energy as fat unless it fulfilled some biological purpose. And I don't particularly care whether you consider it an evolutionary purpose or a God-intended purpose. There is a purpose to fat. And I think the purpose can vary from gender and animals and You know, it varies in nature what that purpose is. There's a wonderful scientist in America, in Denver, called Richard Johnson, who's looked at the evolution or the biology of animals and of humans and tried to learn from that biology. And throughout nature, animals and people store fat for a purpose. There's a purpose in fat, whether that be to survive the winter whether that be like a hummingbird to survive overnight, they convert all that nectar that they're collecting during the day into fat so that their incredibly high metabolic rate will have something to burn overnight. So, if you, you know, they effectively become obese during the day and lose all that weight at night. They're, you know, hibernating bears who are attracted, of course, to sugar and sweet things as well they will gorge themselves and have got enough energy to get through the winter, whether that's hibernating or not. So then you have to think of the human purpose because we don't hibernate. We don't fly around like hummingbirds, unfortunately. But the human purpose is that throughout the natural stages of life, we also need energy. Children accumulate fat as infants for the growth spurt of the toddler children you know the puppy fat and people and children also do that before puberty they get a bit fat and then they've got the energy to spurt through the growth of of puberty women you know when they're pregnant you know about the appetite of a pregnant woman (laughs) so they will create these fat stores so that they can pass them on to the baby so it can survive its first few weeks and months so Now, that explains a lot about children and women, but men, what do men store fat for? Now, men are sort of, you know, they've got their role in reproduction, but, you know, the difference between men and women is largely testosterone and muscle. And you might think of that as, you know, football and racing around on motorbikes and that sort of energy. In nature, that was meant to be that men were the hunters and they had to get out. And they had to have the energy to drive those muscles to provide for the tribe. And if it was a time of famine or lack of energy, they had to store the energy that their muscles needed to do that work. And that's a different sort of energy store to what women wanted. And there's a fundamental difference in how men and women store fat because they're for different purposes. And that was a sort of a fascinating thought for me to consider because I was brought through medical schools like most other doctors and we we weren't actually taught that fat was bad in the early stages. When I started training 30 or 40 years ago, we didn't have the obesity epidemic that we do today. Obesity was sort of thought of as a genetic problem. And there is a genetic factor to obesity. There are some people who are extremely efficient at creating that fat store. And, you know, again, in the sort of story of mankind, those people who could create the fat store and survive famine the best, they were crucial to the survival of the human race. So there's a huge evolutionary pressure for us to be able to create that fat store efficiently and to look after it as long as we can. So things have changed with obesity. Our view of it has been one of it's unnecessary. It's driven by changes in lifestyle. And to a degree, it's true, but it's been done because there's a natural purpose to accumulating fat that's been distorted by the modern diet, our modern lifestyle. And we just need to learn about those factors which have distorted our natural tendencies so that we can control it. Now, the fat stores can be like the white fat tissue, just simple stores. It's white because it's just full of fat. Um, It's doing nothing but storing the fat and releasing the fat in times of need. But there are other types of fat, as you say, that are doing much more than just taking up the fat. They're highly metabolically active. They have mitochondria and so on. They probably... Are producing lots of messages to the rest of the body, and they're more or less um, energy stations which monitor our energy balance. Now, the brown tissue was first discovered in animals, the highly metabolically active fat, And, and we thought that humans don't have this sort of fat, this highly metabolically active brown fat, which... It was so metabolically active, people thought, well, the purpose of that fat is to generate heat just to keep us warm because some of the animals that had it were also sort of very small animals that could lose heat very quickly. But it's only been in the last 10 or 15 years that people have discovered that humans have brown fat and it tends to be in the upper part of the chest and the neck. And the theories were back then that, well, maybe that's just to keep our Head and neck warm because you know it's important to have a warm head and yeah that's where our brain is and there was these naive ideas of what it was doing but the more and more we look at brown metabolically active fat the more it seems to be a coordinator of energy metabolism and that its activity varies with the seasons in the winter or the summer and that's got this huge potential for Once we understand something that might control metabolism, we may have a way of understanding weight gain and weight loss. So there's a tremendous excitement amongst endocrinologists about the potential discoveries around brown fat. The paler, the in-between fat, we don't understand either. I mean, it seems to have an intermediate role. It sort of stores and it sort of has these elements of Metabolic activity and messaging, but we don't really understand that.
0: Thank you, Dr. Sakaris. That was certainly an interesting conversation that we had and interesting information. And thank you also to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing.